This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, with the impact of the pandemic and what it has had on so many businesses, some of them figured that their business insurance policy would probably protect them. But as they uh, discussed their policy, they found out that pandemic was probably not part of the insurance coverage. And that's another instance of being left out in the cold during this time of the crisis. Howard Kunruther is co-director of the Wharton Risk Management and Decision Processes Center. He's also a professor of decision sciences and business and public policy. And he joins us to take a deeper dive into this. Howard, great to talk to you again. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing fine, Dan, and I'm glad to be with you. Thank you, sir. I would imagine for a lot of business owners during this time of the pandemic, thinking that their insurance coverage would cover them during this had to be, you know, an amazing shock to the system. No question about it. I think a lot of people did assume that they were getting business interruption because they had that coverage on a lot of other disasters, and they didn't realize that they, that they had been excluded from viruses, which was something that happened uh, because insurers took this coverage, uh, excluded this coverage following the SARS epidemic. And so lay out the, the scenario there from from what happened during SARS of uh, of the impact of having that type of, uh, you know, an element to insurance policies. And obviously, I would imagine it was a significant economic hit to the insurance industry. I think that uh, there were two things that happened. There certainly were losses that were incurred by SARS, uh, certainly nothing like the losses that would be incurred had this coverage been included in uh, this, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And the insurers then took stock and said, you know, this is, some, this is a, a risk that we don't feel that we can really insure, and this is a warning to us that we probably should take this out of our coverage. And that's what led them to do it. I don't think it was that there were enormously severe losses, but it was a signal that if there were future uh, epidemics or pandemics, uh, they would be in serious trouble. And they clearly would be, uh, would have been, had this virus uh, not been excluded from their coverage. But as you from mentioned... This, uh, from COVID-19. Yeah, you mentioned there is business interruption insurance. It's just not necessarily tied to pandemics, correct? That's exactly right. I think uh, most uh, uh, businesses have business interruption coverage. If there had been property damage, like from a flood or an earthquake, they would have had total coverage, except for the deductible, uh, because uh, property damage is a, a form of, uh, of coverage that is available from the insurance industry. So that's exactly right. And that's why many of these businesses felt that they were covered by viruses because they felt they were covered by all of business interruption and they were not aware of the exclusion on their policy. They would have had to read it very carefully. So with the impact that this pandemic has had, and, and there have been a variety of experts that say, you know what, there could very well be a next one. Is there going to be a call to, you know, to insurance companies to bring coverage for pandemics back onto uh, back onto the radar? Uh, 
I think there is there is a lot of concern by everyone, and Congress is holding hearings on pandemic insurance as we are speaking right now uh, with people raising the issue of what kind of a public-private partnership would be appropriate for dealing with this. And this is exactly uh, an issue that our Wharton Risk Management and Decision Processing Center is working on very closely to try to understand that the insurers can't cover all losses from a pandemic. They would be subject to insolvency and bankruptcy if they did. Uh, if they had, so there is a role for insurers to play. This is my opinion now, and I think those who are actually testifying uh, in Congress right now. Uh, but at the same time, there has to be the public sector providing a key role, particularly for small businesses who might not be able to insure uh, to to purchase insurance if the premiums were based on risk. So that's what I think the challenges are. And we're facing that today with a lot of small businesses in serious trouble. Restaurants around the country are closing because they don't have protection. So there is a real need for some type of public-private partnership with insurers playing a role but not the full role. So okay, so then what would you, what would you consider to be the right mix then if we're going to have this type of coverage uh, involving pandemics? Does it is it based on loss of earnings? Is it based on you know a period of time, say the first three months, five months, whatever that uh, that number might be? What do you think is the right mix then? I think it's a really it's an excellent question, Dan, and we don't have any firm answers, but I'll give you a few thoughts on this. And that's all I can do right now. We are working on exactly that question that you're posing. I think that the most important thing is that you need to help the small businesses particularly. And as you indicated, there has to be some kind of of, of consideration over the first few months, but it could be longer than that. And I think one has to separate out the owners of these businesses and the people who are uh, the employees of this business, these businesses. Many, many restaurants are closing now because they cannot pay the rents on their property. And as a result, the owners are saying, we can't stay in business. Employees have an enormously different problem. They're not working anymore, and there has to be wages and salaries. And when you look at restaurants, which are a key area now, uh, for consideration, there's also a challenge. How much do you pay these workers? What are their wages? because a lot of them get money in tips. And so you have a lot of challenges that you face, and there will be different sectors of the of the economy uh, that will uh, operate in different ways. Factories will operate differently than, than restaurants, for just the reason I mentioned, because the wages of the, of the employees, of waiters and waitresses, uh, are going to be based on something besides their salary. And, uh, and factory workers may get paid a full salary. So there are a lot of these things that have to be considered. And the general feeling at the moment that I've been hearing from most people on our own thinking is that the public sector has to pay a key role in this the outset, and they have to pay a key role in this right now with restaurants closing left and right around the country. There has to be some support. Otherwise, we're going to find that uh, these uh, you're going to have towns that will be ghost towns without any restaurants at all if we don't provide them with coverage. So Howard, sector, it, that is, not insurance. Yeah. So we're joined by Howard Cunruther of the Wharton School. Just my thought then on this, Howard, that in terms of the impact that this pandemic has had on so many businesses, that the cost to the businesses and to the economy is probably 
uh, far, uh, you know, going far beyond what the impact would be from a fire or a flood. Is that fair to say? There's no question about that, because with a fire and a flood, you know exactly what has happened and it's over and you have to deal with it. With its pandemic, there's an enormous amount of uncertainty on how long it's going to last. I think all of us have been very surprised, myself included, to see how long this uh, COVID-19 is lasted, lasting and what it might will be doing to us. I think uh, this consensus by the scientists that, uh, and the epidemiologists that over the next few months, we're going to have even worse losses. And no one, no one, I think at the outset that I have heard had expected that we would be in this position right now. There are a lot of reasons for that that we won't go into, but the to answer to your general question is uh, that the uncertainty with pandemics is far, far greater than the uncertainty with a disaster that happens. And you then know what you have to do. And there aren't any repercussions in terms of the uncertainty that there'll be a more uh, another flood, for example, where there is another uh, out, uh, uh, number of people who are actually contracting the pandemic as we speak. How has then the pandemic impacted the insurance industry overall, Howard? I think the insurance industry, uh, from from my understanding, has not been hit all that badly because of this exclusion. Had they had this, had they covered business interruption, they could have lost not only billions, but possibly trillions of dollars uh, because of what has happened and what kind of coverage they would have provided. So uh, there are, there are some, they have not really suffered severe losses. uh, And I don't have the actual data there, but I would say that they are not, uh, not, not as concerned, not as concerned, but they are concerned about the future, which is what we're talking about. What role should they play in the future? And that's what's on the agenda of everyone. What is the role that they would have to play in terms of providing coverage for events like uh, the COVID-19 pandemic we're having right now? What do you think this, this means then for business owners when they're thinking about their insurance component longer term at this point? Well, I think that business owners can only get insurance that is available. And if the insurance industry says this is an uninsurable risk, which is what they're saying if they were going to be forced to take all of this coverage, then business owners will have to be very concerned about this. And they are concerned right now, which is one of the reasons there's such pressure on uh, Congress to do something in providing them with protection. And there was an editorial today in the New York Times on restaurants that we have been, I was just talking about, and we were talking about in the context of uh, finding a way to be, to be able to provide them with protection. So there is a real responsibility right now, Dan, with the public sector playing a key role uh, because businesses are hurting badly and there is no easy way for them to recover. They need assistance. Howard, as always, great to talk with you and gain your insight. Thank you, sir. Always good to talk with you, Dan, and let's hope that things get a little bit better. Stay healthy and safe and uh, enjoy Thanksgiving uh, in any way you can. (laughs) Howard, I hope to see you some point in 2021 on campus. Thank you, sir. Uh, So do I, Dan. Uh, And we may be on the radio or together before that time, but I'm happy to be part of your program. Take care. Thank you. Howard Kunruther uh, of the Wharton School and co-director of the Wharton Risk Management and Decision Processes Center. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.